Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter first, say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you. For the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is said before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon the serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. I think we all enjoy being rewarded. I don't know if you recall any time when you got a free coffee after getting 10 stamps in a coffee cart. Or you got like a free flight after accumulating 50,000 miles and paying thousands of dollars, you got a free flight, you earn it. Or in a more positive way, the reward of a holiday after working hard. We all like to be rewarded. And the idea of reward is based in something that you do today has an impact, a benefit in the future. And this idea of both reward and punishment is ingrained in the world of the Bible. And today Jesus speaks about reward. When the disciples come back from mission, Jesus says to them, do not rejoice so much because Spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. 
Rejoice because your name is written in heaven. So all that you did, Jesus says to the apostles, has an impact. It will benefit. It will have consequence in eternity. That's the true and final reward, eternal reward. Also in the book of Revelation, Jesus says something similar. He says, the victor will thus be dressed in white and I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name in the presence of my father and of his angels. This is powerful. I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name in the presence of my father. Did you ever write with a permanent marker thinking it was erasable on a whiteboard? I said, ah, I miss it. Jesus says, I'm writing your name with a permanent marker and nothing will erase it. So everything we do in this life, in a sense, not everything we do, everything we do in Christ and is good, begins to write those names in heaven. This is what Catholic theology calls merit, this notion of merit. And if you come from a Protestant background, this word is like, <gasps> like you raise your antenna, like meritorious action, you earn your salvation, that's super Catholic, that's super wrong, only faith alone. So, and it's true that the notion of merit has been kind of forsaken a little bit. The new translation of the mass has brought back that word, and the catechism has a whole section on the notion of merit. What is a meritorious action that allows your name to be written in heaven? This is a very important question, because when you get to the gates of heaven and St. Peter gets the registration list and begins to look for my name, Ignacio Smith is here, Rodrigo Llorente is here, but I don't see Ignacio Llorente. So this is a very important question. What makes your actions make your name written in heaven? And this is the notion of merit. Works that earn salvation, but let me explain what it means. The Catholic notion is always both and. It's never either or. So Protestants get so afraid of the notion of merit because they think that if we do the work, Jesus doesn't do the work. And that could be a wrong way of understanding merit. I do all the work and then I earn salvation. That's not what merit means. Merit means I do 100% and Jesus does 100%. It's a cooperation of our work with the work of Christ. And that's what we see in the gospel today. Jesus sends the apostles, he makes them partners, collaborators of his work, of his mission. But it's not that Jesus says, go guys and do the mission and I stay here watching the final of US against New Zealand, I think it's New Zealand, Netherlands. And I just take a break. The gospel says that when they are missioning, Jesus is paying attention to them. Jesus is working with them and working through them. When they come back from mission, Peter says, Lord, it was amazing. All this happened. 
And Jesus says, yes, I saw Satan falling down like lightning. As you were evangelizing, I was seeing all this spiritual warfare and I was praying for you, Peter. And then he says, I have given you power to tread upon serpents. I have given you power. Peter, when you were expelling demons, curing the sick, preaching, going to homes, I was inside of you. My power, the power of my Holy Spirit was at work in you. So your action was my action. Actually, you, you were being partaker, a collaborator, a partner in my mission. The Catechism has a whole section on merit. And it says, God has freely chosen to associate man with the work of his grace. He makes us partners, collaborators. The fatherly action of God is first. Always there is a primacy of grace. Then follow man's free acting through his collaboration so that the merits of good works is to be attributed in the first place to the grace of God and then to the faithful. So whatever good work you do that you earn is first the work of Jesus in you and then your work. Not either or, but both and. 100% the action of the Holy Spirit and 100% your own action. Going back to the U.S. game, imagine like maybe this example if the catechism is too heavy. You are an awful soccer player, like you don't play at all. And then you're there watching the game in the stadium and they say, hey, you, Tom, Craig, Tessa, come in, play. But I don't know how to play. You, you just come. And then you begin to play and you don't do much good, but all these great players are playing and, and then they win and then you get the trophy. That's more or less how merit works. That was not a joke, but <laughs> Jesus is playing the game. He's the one who wins the victory. He's the one who lives in you. He's the one who gives the Holy Spirit. He's the one who influences you from within and makes you do all these works. And then he crowns you with his victory. This amazing reward. This notion of merit is so beautiful. Plus that the Reward is so disproportionate. You just get 10 stamps of coffee, but then you get $1 million of free coffee forever. <laughs> you just like 50 miles, 1,000 miles, but then you can fly wherever you want in the world for the rest of your life. Eternal life, the victory of Christ, the inheritance of grace. This is a very beautiful understanding of our partnership between humans and God. And it gives meaning to all your actions. All the things you do, if you do them in Christ, no matter how important they are, like doing this, striving, being patient with your co-workers and so on and so forth, they earn grace if you do them in Christ. So if I pray in the morning and I try to do that in Christ, I begin to write the I of my name in heaven. Or more precisely, Jesus is beginning to write that name. 
if I fix breakfast for Father Juan Pablo in the middle of the week, it never happens, but I write the J and so on and so forth. All our actions done in Christ, they begin to write our names in heaven. So maybe for homework this week is to grow in this habit of offering your works for Christ, with Christ, and like Christ. All the time you need to pay attention to your soul and see if you are really in Christ, if you need to reconnect with him. Many times I find myself, I have lost my center and I'm just wasting time or I'm, my heart is anxious or whatever. I need to recenter my life and begin to be in Christ because not all actions necessarily begin to write your name in heaven. Not all actions, they earn the grace of salvation. They are the actions that are done in Christ. So this is the homework for this week. Try this week, oftenly, even like things that you think they have no value or they are very small, like doing this is or making your bed that has great value. If you cannot make your bed, there are many things you cannot do. But self-discipline is very important. Don't think of your bedroom right now. But offer for Jesus that the motivation of your heart may be the glory of God, the love of the Lord, love for others, that all your works may be to glorify him. Try not to live to please others, to self-glorify yourself. Try not to live out of fear in a passive mode. Everything you do, do it for him. Everything you do, do it with him, in his presence. Like the apostles, they work, they live, they preach in the name of Christ. They were not living for themselves. They were living and working, knowing that the Lord, the master, was paying attention to them, interceding for them, living in them, giving them full force to overcome the enemy. Often in the day, remember that your life matters to Christ. That you can live in his presence and act in his presence, strive in his presence, study in his presence, check email in his presence and so on and forth, so forth. Even recreate in his presence with him, holding his hand, the small and the little actions of the day. And finally, like him, imitated him trying to please him in the way you do things, with your whole heart. Not with a halfway manner, but a manner that seeks perfection. The works done in Christ, they have those three aspects, for, with, and like. They're works pleasing to God. Works that glorify him. Works that begin to write your name in heaven. And that's what Jesus does in the Mass. At the Mass, in the offertory, in the consecration, and above all, in that moment of the doxology, for Christ, with Christ, and like Christ, the Lord offers your four, whole week to the glory of the Father. And then he begins to living you through the Eucharist, through communion. So you can go out from this place and 
be a collaborator of his work of salvation.